handle the truth. That's the fact, Jack. That's the fact, Jack. Everybody to the X Factor podcast. We are bringing you another ten percent. What episode number is this? Ten percent. So this would be sixty-six. Episode number six six six. Yes. No. You little devil. You little devil, Jr. The little devil. This is the little devil. Yes. Um. I hope everyone is enjoying the ten percent. Do you miss the ninety? The other ninety? Don't answer that if you are uh, James Elliott. Everyone else, do you miss the other 90? Do you miss the sophomoric antics? Do you miss Rennie Reed's Rennie yes. raps? Yeah. Um, if so, I don't, let us know. I don't miss it, but. You do too. <laughs> favorite thing. It's your wild. favorite element of the podcast, which is brought to you by BottomGunCoffee.com. Yes. Yes. Go check them out, bottomguncoffee.com. Every variety is out there. Don't mess around with supermarket coffee. Be different, be invisible, or be invisible. Uh, get yourself some bottom gun coffee. Man, I am a What's what mess today, JR. Look at my, my alopecia is acting up. Oh, no. Don't well, talk about that. my wife that way. Keep your wife's name out of my beep mouth. <laughs> But yeah, my alopecia is acting up. Oh wow! Yep, and it, it happens. I mean, until the Oscars, I legit thought alopecia was just some random Irish dude. Yeah, yeah. Alopecia. We celebrate his uh, on St. Patty's Day. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this is uh, X Factor Trees. Trees. Yeah, we haven't really covered trees yet, have we? We've talked about kind of all sorts of things, but we haven't talked about X-Factor trees. I love talking about trees. Not to be confused with X-Factor treason. Right. Hashtag Hunter Biden's laptop. Um, Hillary yeah. Clinton server. That's Russian propaganda. Sorry. Yeah. Isn't everything today? I think so. That's how you make excuses for people. You just say it's Russian propaganda and you move on. Exactly. Yep. You're a, uh, or you're like a Russian asset. Yes. Right. Yeah. 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 So X factor trees. Oh, hold mm. on. Let me start the timer. I forgot to start our handy dandy timer to make sure this comes in under 23 minutes for all the commuters out there enjoying the X Factor podcast in the morning, in the evening, on their way to or from their job that they hate in their soul sucking cubicle at some horrible corporation. Mm -hmm. Yep. Shout out to all the entrepreneurs out there who don't have to do that. Right, right. We get to work 60 hours a week from home sometimes. Yeah, just to make sure we don't work 40 hours a week from, right. for someone else. Right, exactly. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I'm fascinated by trees, JR. Love trees. Love them. Uh, fascinated love by trees. Yeah, I love, I love trees myself. I love the fact that they can be hundreds of years old, that they can, uh, you know, that 
I don't know. There's um, I, I was in uh, in the UK uh, when I went to school at Cambridge and uh, we, we actually went to Isaac Newton's, the place where he grew up. And they say that the apple trees in the orchard by the house are descendants from the original apple tree where, you know, supposedly an apple fell on his head and he figured out that gravity existed. He didn't invent gravity. He just figured out that it existed. And uh, yeah, so it, so you think about all those hundreds of years later, I'm sitting in that same orchard where, you know, Sir Isaac Newton once sat. It's pretty wild. Did you um, have an apple fall on your head? No. And then have someone shoot an arrow through the apple on top of your head like, the, like that what that Isaac was, Newton did? I don't believe that's Isaac Newton. Sure it is. I think that's uh, Robin Hood. Wasn't it William Tell? Ah, it's William Tell. You're right. That's Russian propaganda right there that you thought it was Robin Hood. <laughs> Yeah, but no, awesome. Isaac, Isaac Newton. So, but but I mean, just to be able to walk through forests that are hundreds of years old is pretty pretty wild. It's a shame we can't cut humans in half and count the rings to figure out how old they really are. Everybody lies about their age. I think it'd be kind of cool if when someone dies, you cut them in half and you can count the rings. I think that'd be cool. Yeah, absolutely. Shout out to uh, amputation. Yeah, yeah. Amputation uh, is greater than calculation when it comes to trees. Yes, yes. Or does it equal calculation? I don't know. So what would be your X-factor tree, JR? Uh, what's one that just stands above all others to you? Well, I mean, yeah, I, I love trees. I mean, there's lots of, I mean, the, you can go with the largest, you can go with the, the you know, the my, most diverse, the, the the most, you know. Well, it is 2022. I think you have to, you're required to go <laughs> with the most diverse. Yeah, um, I love, um, you know, like, for example, like wood made of chestnut. I think chestnut is an amazing wood from a, from a standpoint of just how, how it looks and feels and chestnuts trees are not like they used who's to be Chet? in the country. Why, who's Chet? Chet's nuts. Yeah. These nuts. Yeah. So, but all these are great trees, but I, I looked at one that I, I think is very unique and one that has the X factor. And I went with a mangrove tree. And the of reason course you did, of course you did. The mangrove. Part of the patriarchy. Of course you went with a mangrove. <laughs> Jeez. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. So, um, and they're near water, like our famous. Uh, Leah Thomas would not be impressed. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, no, I mean, if you've ever spent any time in Florida, if you've ever done any fishing, inland uh, water fishing, you're going to see that the water, the water's edge is covered in mangrove trees and in mangrove forests. And um, what's what's interesting is that most trees would die if you put it, uh, if you if you put salt water on them. But mangroves yeah. have, have adapted to be able to deal with the salty and the brackish water. Uh, and the other thing is that most of their roots are in water. And so they really don't have a lot of oxygen. So they've been able to adapt to um, soil and uh, conditions which have very low oxygen and still are able oh, to John Kerry must love these trees, too. <laughs> Yes, As the sea level rises and we have less oxygen, mangroves and cockroaches will be the last things to walk the earth. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, or and you know, float around the earth. And as a fisherman, if someone likes to fish, they, they just create these root systems, which are these, you know, 
like a like a underground underwater jungle if you will and the small bait fish will hang in there and large fish come in there so they can house a lot of uh habitat for for fish and different species of, of you know aquatic humanity. life so what's that humanity exactly yeah so i mean yeah they're they're pretty wild uh if you haven't seen a mangrove forest you should go see them but they they like it salty uh, they come in all sorts of different sizes from from shrubs to these tall, um, you know, 50 to 100 foot trees. Uh, and they're just a great place for um, and, and really they define the edge of inland, the inland uh, waterways in Florida and other you know tropical destinations. So I'm going to go with mangrove tree because I think it's kind of Florida fun. man. Grove. I'm doing all 100% Florida man on this one. I'm going Florida man grove. Mangrove. Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah, I think they're cool. So what's the business lesson for people? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's this idea of adapting and overcoming, right? So um, a lot of people will, you know, one of the reasons that our businesses are successful over the long term is they're able to adapt to the conditions that they find themselves in. You know, we've we've just been through a two-year pandemic. How did your business adapt and overcome and even excel during this time? I think great leaders figure out how to adapt their business to the environment that they're presented with. And, uh, you know, mangrove is a great, great example of a tree that adapted to the environment. It didn't give up. In fact, it thrives in, in, in a adverse environment. And that's what we need to do as entrepreneurs, as business leaders, we need to thrive in adverse uh, conditions. And I think that's why a great example of why I like the mangrove as a tree. So folks, did you notice something over the course <laughs> of the last six minutes? Uh, yes. I called him out for being part of the patriarchy. Yes. Um, like about halfway through this uh, rant about his salty tree. Uh, before I called him out on it, he was referring to it as a mangrove tree. Yes. And now he is pronouncing it. Ever since I called him out on that, he is pronouncing it as a mangrove tree. Yeah. Yeah. Coincidence? I think not. Mangrove. Yeah. Mangrove. You're mangrove. just being so. Gender neutral in your tree references that it's uh, it's impressive how you adapted and you improvised. Yeah, well, regard to make like superb owl. I was able to adapt to that. <laughs> finally, finally. So yeah, that's cool. I did not know that they uh, they can thrive in salt water. Yeah, yeah. They're the one and only. The one and only adaptable tree. Yeah. That's impressive. But you can't make anything out of them. They're not really great wood to make things out of, but. I would imagine they aren't. No. But it's a great tree. It's very, uh, very adaptable. The best. It's, it's the best. It's great. It's great. It's huge. We so, have trees. Do you have um, uh, something? Do you have the female grove? You have the we are at the eight-minute mark, and I have the redwood tree. Ah, the redwood, of course. Yeah, um, the sequoia. All right, specifically. Sequoia. Yes, sequoia is a yes. uh, a type of or a breed, I guess. Of uh, it's a member of the redwood subfamily, I guess you hmm. can say, uh, in Southern California. Um, it, primarily, I believe but uh, is the world's most massive tree. Yes. Now, the interesting thing about the redwoods is um, they create the strength to withstand powerful winds and floods, 
uh, not by developing deep roots. Uh, they're incapable of growing deep roots. Their roots extend outward, uh, which you would think 100 feet wide from the trunk, but not deep, 100 feet wide. You would think that that would not be, um, oh, say, a good business model for a tree that wants to live for very long. Right. However, what they do is they grow in groves. Yes. They do not exist alone. They grow in groves and their roots intertwine Ooh. with other trees. Fun fact about yeah. the redwood tree. And, um, you know, I don't have a whole lot of uh, unique characteristics of the redwood to share beyond that one uh, important detail, important nuance. Uh, obviously, it has a rich red color. Uh, it's very resistant to rot. Uh, from a woodworking standpoint, it's pretty easy wood to work with. But the most impressive part of the redwood simply is the fact that um, it's a business lesson. If you want to grow large and tall, um, you, you can't go alone. Mm. What's the old saying? Um, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want yep. to go far, uh, go together. Yeah. The, who said that? Wasn't it like Nelson Mandela? It's Man an African Trump? proverb. It, okay. It it's not attributed to one person. Abraham Lincoln? <laughs> yes. Um, Albert Norman Einstein? Who yes. said it? It's just a proverb? All right. It's, an Afri Afri it's a freaking proverb. Okay. A freaking proverb. <laughs> Wait. Yes. But it stands to reason. You know, each of us needs all of us. And if you want to thrive, you need a network uh, that is intertwined. Yeah. 100%. And I think that it speaks to, not to get too political, but it does speak to, you know, um, what's happened and what the pandemic has taught us that, uh, you know, uh, being global, being a global, uh, economically global is not necessarily the, the best or the smartest thing. You want to have a local supply chain. You want to have a local network. Right. Where you help one another. Right. 100%. Even if that means spending a little more than you would yeah. to get something made in China. China. Uh, we're at 11 minutes, JR. Yeah. We're breezing through this one. This one, you, you you probably could stop, get a coffee on your way to work. Yeah. And and switch to, to, to another episode. A bottom gun coffee. Always get a bottom gun coffee. Yeah. Um, they need to invent a Keurig that plugs into your, uh, your like, cigarette lighter. Your AC uh, Ooh. Ooh. outlet. Yeah. So you can just brew coffee in your car while you drive. I think it'd be awesome. Yeah, I think that would be good. Um, I I, he I heard uh, about a product where it has, um, it's a coffee mug or like a travel coffee mug that has a, you can charge it and, you, and, it, and it, you can set, it's a smart mug where you set the temperature of the coffee you want it to remain. And once you pour a coffee and it stays exactly the temperature the whole time, um, and then you have to recharge it every day so that it, but it keeps your temperature of your coffee. Exactly. That temperature won't go down at all. That's cool. So you could boil water and you can get the coffee that goes in tea bags. Yeah. And do that. I mean, if, yeah. unless bottom guns going to invent a, uh, either cordless or AC adapter Keurig. Yeah. You just gotta be careful. You don't spill it while you're making coffee going down the road. You could sue yourself. Like you sue McDonald's. Right.
Make it laugh on you. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think we got a couple really good business lessons out of this one. Yeah. Adapt, improvise, overcome. And community. if you want to go far, community. Yeah. Go with community. Yeah. They're deep. Yeah. We are uh, philosophizing today. That's good. I like it. So, um, if you are listening to this for the first time, we need you to help us out. Yes. Uh, as your way of paying it forward, share this episode with someone you know and respect, admire, love, uh, care about, and encourage them to subscribe. And the best way to do that is to lead by example. Subscribe yourself. Hit the notification bell if you're watching it on YouTube so you get notified of upcoming episodes when we release them. Uh, whatever platform you're watching this on. If you want to rate and review it, uh, we're doing a little thing where the funniest or the craziest review wins a prize from our prize vault. Yeah, you've got uh, some bottom gun coffee and a X-Factor coffee mug. We've got that ready to go. Craziest, funniest review. Uh, The bar's set really low on that one, so uh, don't be shy. Right, exactly. So there you have it, and there it is, folks. This has been the X-Factor Podcast, episode number 666. Uh, We are at the 14-minute mark, and uh, we're just killing it. We're just killing it today. That's a great one. That's a great short episode. Man, it's going to be great. Thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. Uh, Special shout-out to all of our P1 listeners. Hope you all enjoyed this 10%, and we'll catch you in the next episode of the X-Factor. Take care.